Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the All Things Podcast, where we gather once a week to learn and share stories about how God works all things together, writing a story of good, because He is faithful and good. Think about it, 2020 has turned many of our lives upside down, so who couldn't use a major dose of hope? I'd like to ask you to share this podcast with friends or on your social media outlets and perhaps review it on Apple so others will find this podcast easily. Every Wednesday, I'll be chatting with a friend who I know and respect, one of our Redemption Press authors, who will not only share a personal Romans 828 story, but also help to give you tips and tools for your life journey. Two episodes a month, we'll have an additional interview with a well-known author, and sprinkled in along the way will be additional Romans 828 stories from our She Writes for Him bootcamp graduates and others the Lord brings my way. So let's get started. Welcome to today's episode of the All Things Podcast. Today is September 1st, 2021, and I wanted to come to you today to focus our attention on our Romans 828 God. We just celebrated August 28th or 828 with praising the Romans 828 God we serve. The God who works all things together for good for those who love Him and are called according to His purposes. So I am super excited to bring back onto the All Things Podcast today, Andrea Tomasi, former Director of Acquisitions at Redemption Press and now our Director of Operations. She's going to share with you today the goodness of our Romans 828 God. So first things first, let me go ahead and give her a proper introduction. Andy is the founder of Transcended Ministries, encouraging women to rise above their circumstances and to believe in who God says they are. As a speaker, Andy shares that no hurt is ever wasted and she longs to bring a message of hope and healing to hurting women. She is an award-winning author of Live Bold, a devotional journal to strengthen your soul, which won a SELA award in 2019 for best devotional. She relocated from Northern California to Eagle, Idaho, joining her three adult children and enjoys being a Mimi to her five grandchildren. She enjoys singing, writing, and says you can never have too many boots or journals. Andy is an influencer and strives to inspire women to be mindful in obedience as it is the key to growing our relationship with Christ. Now, before I roll this conversation, I want you to listen to the lyrics of Martina McBride's new single, which Andy brought to my attention after we had this conversation recorded. It's a new song entitled, Anyway which is a great charge to follow God in obedience, no matter what the outcome ends up being. And here's how the lyrics go. You can spend your whole life building something from nothing. One storm can come and blow it all away. Build it anyway. You can chase a dream that seems so out of reach and you know it might not ever come your way. Dream it anyway. God is great, but sometimes life ain't good. When I pray, it doesn't always turn out like I think it should. 
But I do it anyway. I do it anyway. This world's gone crazy, and it's hard to believe that tomorrow will be better than today. Believe it anyway. You can love someone with all your heart, for all the right reasons, and in a moment they can choose to walk away. Love them anyway. You can pour your soul out singing a song you believe in that tomorrow they'll forget you ever sang. Sing it anyway. Yeah, sing it anyway. I sing, I dream, I love anyway. What great lyrics to ponder as we go into this time together with Andy Tomasi about a Romans 828 God that we love to serve. So let's roll that conversation. Well, I am super excited to invite back to the All Things Podcast, Redemption Press author, Andrea Tomasi, whom uh, we affectionately call Andy. Welcome back to the All Things Podcast, my friend. Thanks, Tina. Thanks for having me tonight. Yeah. Well, we had actually another show scheduled for this week, but I needed to make a little switcheroo and do something quickly to replace what I planned to have for you this week. So, you know, Andy is a Redemption Press author. She was our very first director of acquisitions. She went with us on the road in 2019 when we did the Women of Joy tour. She has been an integral part of Redemption Press, and she had to take a little personal leave of absence. And she is back as of just about a month ago as our uh, director of operations, which is so exciting to see her work in her that gifting that she has from her many years of owning a business and running the show, she is just brought such peace and comfort to my heart because her gifts are right where I needed. I mean, that's, I didn't even realize how much I needed it when we had this conversation about her coming back to the team after she'd been away. And I didn't even know. When we had that first conversation, Andy, I don't know if you realized this, but I didn't even know at that time that Cherie, our director of operations, was having to step back because of medical issues. And I didn't even know she was going to have to go on medical disability and step away. And God just talk about a Romans 828, just that thing right there. Amazing. And I just, you know, I just love how he keeps doing that. I mean, this week we celebrated August 28th, which is 828, which like you said, is our 4th of July kind of. It is like our 4th of July. Totally. So it was such a delight a few days ago to actually think that day, just think about all the times that God has worked all things together for good in Redemption Press in my life personally, in our life, as our relationship, our friendship, just in so many ways. He has worked so many things together for good. I can't even keep track of them all. But so I love, I love that this week of 828 
we get to do this interview and bring you back on the podcast as the director of operations, which is such an important role at Redemption Press. So long, long, long introduction to say, girl, I'm sure glad you're back. Athena, I am so grateful to be back. It's like being away from your family. You know, at that time that I needed, I know I needed to just take some time, get my head on straight, mourn, heal, go through all those kinds of things. And um, I feel like I am exactly where God wants me to be. It, it actually was a blessing in disguise for me because it gave me a reason. I know we all have purpose and reasons for our, for the reasons why we do things, but it, it got to the point where it's like, I didn't have to get out of bed. I didn't, <laughs> I, I live by myself. I didn't have to take a shower today. I didn't have to change my clothes. I didn't have to brush my teeth. And I'm being real because I promise always to be. And I know several of you can relate to that. But when no one's around, it's like there's really no one's going to know. No one's going to know. And it, it really it it really woke me up. Kind of God just taking me over his knee and saying, you know, you ran your business for almost 20 years. There's still, there's still something in there. <laughs> there's still some knowledge. There's still like, you're st you still have so much to give so much to offer. And you're right. We didn't even know any of that when we started talking about me coming back. As a matter of fact, it was in a totally different position than that. So this, what, this is more my wheelhouse. I love doing things internally. I love having you know uh, issues come up where we can take care of them but not only that but putting procedures behind them so it never happens again and i think that's just my wheelhouse and it's a challenge for me to use my mind um the way god intended us to and use my gift so i appreciate you giving me the opportunity well it has been absolutely delightful and just kind of one of those suddenly surprises that God loves to do and make us go, wow, God, you were five steps ahead of us, which duh, he always is. But, you know, I kind of like, right. Wild. Right, right, right. And here, here's the funny thing with that too, Athena, is that remember when we were on the Women of Joy tour, I was still running my business at the same time. And we were gone, what, six, seven times out of that month, you know, for five to seven days at a time. And um, I was always checking in with my office manager kind of ran the show when I was gone, which was Stephanie. And I remember you always used to say to me, I need a Stephanie. I need a Stephanie. I need a Stephanie. That was in 2019. Okay. That was a long time ago. And so then when we sold our business, she came to work for you as your assistant for almost a year now, I guess maybe nine months, 10 months or so. And then you kind of saw what Stephanie brought to the table and you're like, hey, she is doing way more than just my assistant. I need to just get an assistant. <laughs> she needs to just keep doing what she's doing, running the show kind of thing. And so... She was just recently promoted to a operations manager. So now she is working underneath me again after working underneath me for 10 years. So it's just incredible. The whole, like your book, the whole full circle of how God knew that, it, that Stephanie was going to come to work for you. God gave you your Stephanie. She gave me my Stephanie back. So it's, it's, it's great because we work so well together. I could say something and she, 
she knows exactly. I mean, we just, this is what we do. We just run together and she, I know her strengths. She knows mine. I know her weaknesses. She knows mine. And we're, we just kind of pick up where the other person leaves off. So I'm just super blessed and thankful that, you know, this whole, that God knows that God knows he knew, he knew, he knew years ago what he was doing when we didn't. So amen. Really, amen. really grateful for that. I love it. So you are in kind of just a new place and it's been a long time coming and there's been a lot of struggles just personally for you and just so many things that have changed in your life that, you know, you didn't really plan for, but God continues in the midst of that to work all things together for good, even in the middle of the painful times. So just you have some insight into that, that I would love for you to share with our listeners today. Absolutely. A hundred percent. So you, you know, in past podcasts that you and I have talked about my marriage and the struggle and some of the things that, you know, we struggled with. We also talked about hearts and how I see them everywhere. Right. And, and, and when I see a heart, I know that it, that it's a sign from God to me, but it can mean different things. It could mean, Hey, you know, you're not forgotten. I see you. Or it could mean, Hey, if I'm feeling a little down today, you know, I love you. You're my dog. Like I, I, I hear it in my soul, like whatever it is, I feel like he wants to, wants to say to me. And it's always at the times that I need it. I have friends who, take pictures of leaves on or leaves, I should say on a walk and they will send it to me and say, I saw this and it reminded me of you today. So, you know, just, just the obedience that they had to have God put me on their heart and then follow through is sending me that it's like double, it's like twofold, right? It's like, wow, you know, God, he's even showing me through other people which now they see them everywhere. Right. And so it's just, it's, it has taken off to be, I'm not kidding you. I have, I could do a book one day of just all the pictures that it just blows your mind. It could be a cloud, a coffee spot from your coffee cup on your desk. It's just, he'll, God will use anything, right? He's, he's in everything. Yeah. Um, so when I thought about today, of what, and that's the great thing, Athena, is that we will always have material. <laughs> you, know, you can call me the last minute anytime. We will definitely, and I, that's what I love about our relationship. You're not only our fearless leader, but you are, I cherish as one of my deepest, closest friends, and there will always be something to talk about, laugh about, cry sure. about. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that, but I wasn't going to go there. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to talk today when I was having a moment this afternoon and we, we started talking about hearts and, you know, I wanted to talk about how you can have a broken heart and a peaceful heart at the same time. And I know that that sounds crazy, but it can happen at the same time. And when it does happen, it is a beautiful thing. It is absolutely a beautiful thing. So there are some of you that may know that two weeks ago, my divorce was final after 33 years of marriage. And I tell you what, it, it's definitely a reality check when you talk about your identity, wow. <laughs> you know, in something, right? It's kind of like, 
I have a lot of my friends now that are driving back from or flying back from taking their kids to college, right? And now they're dealing with the empty nesters, right? Going to school, leaving home. It's it's tough. You're mourning something. You're, it will never be the same. Right. And uh, that's the same, you know, for me. He also lives here in the same state. And we all moved, you know, here to Idaho to be with the kids separately. We move separately. So it's like you see birthday parties. And so it's it's hard. It's it's really a struggle because this isn't what I wanted. But I feel like I I, I heard it said one time, God is more concerned with our obedience than our unfair circumstances. Mm. And it, it's hard for me to wrap my head around that, but isn't that so true? Isn't that, I mean, the things that we know that we have to do that, now I'm not saying by any means God told me to get divorced because that's not, that's not the issue at all. But I know that he allowed, he allowed it to happen. He allowed it to happen. And so I look at my life now and, you know, there is mourning for what was, and then there's also mourning for what could have been. Right. But I wanted to read a passage that is really, really comforting to me. And, and this is why I feel that you can still have joy in the sorrow and joy in the morning. Because when I, when I sit out here and I, I look at my backyard, when I lived at my house uh, back in California, I had a little pond. Okay. It was a fountain. <laughs> it was a fountain. <laughs> it wasn't a pond. We called it a pond, but it was really a 250 gallon fountain but it had koi fish in it. And, it, and you know, I was really proud of it when it looked great. I mean, I went and got lily pads and all these water, you know, features and, and it looked great for about three or four months. And then it went south. And so it was really hard to keep, you know, the algae and the, all the, that, you know, the, all the chemicals and stuff you had to put in it. But I move out here and I'm on the water. I say lake, but it's really a big pond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's fish out there and I don't have to do anything with them. I can sit there and look at them and I can admire the ducks and the geese and you know just look at nature. And it's like the bigger picture of that is the piece of something being taken away, but but you have the peace of seeing of this to rest and to look at this and heal and not have so, to add any chemicals or, to, or, or do the net and Nothing. You know, pull out all the junk. I love that. So, I probably do pay for it in my HOA, but <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't have to physically do it. That's right. So I wanted to read from John 16 and it's going to be 16 through 22. And it says, a little while and you will no longer see me. Again, a little while and you will see me. Then some of his disciples said to one another, what is this he's telling us? A little while and you will not see me again. In a little while you will see me. And because I am going to the Father, they said, what is he saying? A little while. We don't know what he's talking about. Jesus knew they wanted to ask him. And so he said to them, Are you asking one another about what I said? A little while you will not see me again. In a little while you will see me. Truly, I tell you, you will weep and mourn, but the world will rejoice. You will become sorrowful, but your sorrow will turn to joy. 
When a woman is in labor, she has pain because her time has come. But when she has given birth to a child, she no longer remembers the suffering because of the joy that a person has been born into the world. So you also have sorrow now, but I will see you again and your hearts will rejoice and no one will take away your joy from you. Mm. And the last sentence got me so, or the last verse got me so emotional because nobody can take that from us. It's a choice if we allow someone to take our joy from us, right? Yeah. Now that doesn't say that you're not suffering or you're uh, sad. You can still be sad, right. right? But the joy knowing that this is a moment that I'm going through, this is a season and I'm not going to be here forever. I was in an if gathering with one of the residents here. I had an if gathering get together with about three or four couples. And one of the questions after dinner that night was, do you see yourself as a well-watered plant next to a stream? Or do you feel like you are a weed growing desolate in the desert? And I, my answer was, I am definitely a shrub or we eat in the desert, but I am not going to be there for long <laughs> because it's the joy, right? That we know in Christ that I know he's not going to leave me here. Right. I know. I absolutely know he's not. And I wanted to just share one more thing with you. I wrote this a while ago and I, and I found it in my notes when you asked me to, to do this today. So I wanted to share with your, you and your listeners. Do you ever wonder why God doesn't remove you from a situation? Maybe it's because the lesson that we must learn is far more valuable than the pain we will experience. Say that again, girlfriend. Say that again. Do you ever wonder why God doesn't remove us from a situation? Maybe it's because the lesson we must learn is far more valuable than the pain we will experience. And when I look at, when I read that, I just, it's, it's going with what I always say this, you know, I always say this over and over and over. I got to go with what I know and not what I feel because my feelings will pass, but God's word is the truth. And he would never have, he would never allow me to walk through hard times or you or anybody else. If there wasn't a reason he were his ch precious children, he would never want that. So there has to be something that he's trying to teach us. Right. And like a father, like, like telling a kid, no, don't touch the stove. You're going to burn yourself. Right. There, there's a reason. So just trusting in that and knowing that gives me peace. And I think a lot of times I think God is reminding us when things happen like this over and over in our lives. I think he's reminding us of Athena. Remember what I did back then? Andy, remember what I did back then? You Didn't I do it then? I would do it now. Why are you, why are you worrying? Why are you fear isn't from me? I'm trying to teach you something. I'm trying to, I'm trying to have you be a witness for everybody around you. That's watching this happen. Absolutely. Because the, I'll tell you what, people around you know what you're going through and for them to see you have peace in the middle of it, not be a phony and not go, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. No, you admit when you're hurting, 
but you also are trusting God through it. And that more than your mountaintop experience where you, everything's going great more than, I mean, that's wonderful. And praise God for when he does that in our lives, but that's not what people connect to. They connect and relate to our pain. And that is so powerful for them to see him teaching you through it instead of you becoming bitter and turning away from it. Right. From him. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how I would have ever gotten through this if I didn't, if I didn't know Jesus, honestly, I don't know how people do. It, it is such a, some people say that have, that have, you know, they're into the journey a, little, a lot farther than I am years down the road. They say, when you go through a divorce, sometimes it's worse than losing a spouse because they're still here and you're mourning them. There's no closure. Right. Right. Exactly. You have to still see him knowing that it's, you know, it's not going to ever be the same. I mean, what's, we live in a small town. I mean, what happens when I go into a restaurant one day and boom, there he is sitting with somebody else. It's, it's going to rip my heart out. Right. It's going to be, it's going to be hard, but I know that, you know, just as he is a son of Christ and I am a daughter of Christ, he's also, I have to trust, right. That he is also doing a work in him as well as he is doing a work in me. And maybe I was just supposed to get out of the way. We don't like, like what God did with redemption press two years ago with Stephanie. Like, I don't know what's going to happen two and three years down the road. And that could be a totally different story. Right. But for today and for right now, I have to be obedient with what God has called me to do. Even if I want to stomp my feet and I don't want to do it kind of thing that, you know, I, I, I know that I, I Remember when we first spoke about me coming back, I said, my biggest fear is that I, I didn't take enough time to grieve and I just jump right back into work and it gives me a reason that I don't have to feel anything and <laughs> I don't have to deal with it, which isn't healthy either. No, right. Exactly. You need to go through it and you need to allow yourself to feel it. And I'm not just talking about divorce. It could be your son or daughter went off to, to school. That's hard. It's tough. You miss them. You're going to go in their room and cry, but say, I'm going to give myself 10 minutes. I'm going to do it for 10 minutes. And then I'm going to get back to what it is that I need to do because it's okay. God understands. He he's walked this earth. He's experienced every emotion that we could ever experience, but we just can't stay there. Right. Exactly. And, you know, you said something at the beginning about how can you have this great pain and a, a broken heart and peace at the same time, that bittersweet thing. How can you have both those things at the same time? And here's the verse that came to me, Psalm 34, 18, the Lord is close mm. to the brokenhearted. That's why, that's why it can be, you can have peace because he's there. Yeah. He is so much closer when we're brokenhearted than he is when we got it all put together. A hundred percent because he, he, it's his, he's our father. It, it breaks his heart. I mean, when, you know, that song that says, you know, break your heart, break my heart for what breaks yours. I don't remember what song that is, but those words came to me today because all of a sudden this music came on 
that was just very like soft. And it was like, oh no, here come the tears as I'm preparing for this, right? The song. And then I just absolutely lost it. And I just cried out to God, break my heart. I want you to break my heart, break my heart, because I know this breaks your heart. I know that, that I am feeling what you're feeling right now. This was not his plan. This is not what God wanted for my life, but this is where, um, choices, other people's choices have, have led me. And I, um, it's like, what, what are you going to do? <laughs> you can't do anything about it, right? You can't change, you can't change the trajectory of where my life is going and the path that I'm going down. But as long as I stick to being obedient and what God is asking me to do, and I know that I'm walking in his will, or at least I try to, you know, we're not going to get it right all the time. It's like, you know, here is your, you know, you have a ruler and you want to get to 12 inches, but you know, you'll only ever get to eight, but I'm always going to try for, to get to the 12, right? It's if you could just keep that mentality. I just, I mean, what else can you do? That's, that's all I know. That's all I know to do. I, I, I have to, I have to just stick close to him. Like you said. And to just always be about, Lord, what are you teaching me here? What do you want? What do you want me to learn from this? I want to be a lifelong learner and not ever get bitter when things don't go the way I wanted them to. And, you know, you and I both have had those experiences where things did not go the way we wanted. And we could either get bitter or get better. And he, that is such an, it's such an example for other people watching to see when you take that understanding of God being close to you, you're brokenhearted, he's close to you, but he gives you peace. He's the only one that can give you that peace. And that's the only hope that any anyone else is going to have. And as they see it in you, it, it, you know, that hope arises in them that if God can do it for you, maybe God can do it for them. And we know it's true. A hundred percent. And you know, that, that hope, you know, there's a verse in the Bible and forgive me for not knowing, but it says hope to the end. So we have to, because we can't ever, ever stop hoping. We can't, we have to hang on to that, even just in our world and everything that's going on in our world today in Afghanistan and, and just how times are just changing and laws are changing. As Christians, we still, we can't ever, we can't ever lose hope ever. I mean, we have to hold on to know that God is still bigger than everything that's happening. He is. He's still in control, even though it looks like, you know, but, you know, God has also given us free will. And a, a lot of times this is the this is the result of our choices as people on this earth for the things that are happening today. But I I just so appreciate you. I so appreciate your faith in me as a person, as asking me to come here today, working for your company. I just, you know, I, I, I told somebody the other day, I said, you know, I will always have Athena's back. I will always, I will always be there. Just, I remember even in 2019, just traveling around, not even being on a payroll or anything like that, because I just believed so wholeheartedly in, in what you do and what you stand for. And I think that people genuinely want to be part of things like that yeah. right yeah they want to be what did you what did you say at when you just got back from your christian product expo P 
people were ooing and aahing and not only just at all the awards that you won, all the books that, you know, the awards that they won there, but just, just the people noticed just the camaraderie of whatever vibe you guys gave off. They're like, I, we want, we want to be part of that. As a matter of fact, I think we picked up an employee out of that. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, yeah. we did. Okay, so oh. it's just people are drawn to like when, when, and you know what that is, Athena, is that is Christ shining through you and your authors and your employees, and they see it. It's like a light, and they are drawn to it, truly. And that's what they see. We can't take any of the credit ourselves. Not at all. Not at all. That is God shining, Jesus shining through, saying, hey, if this 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 is what it looks like. This is what sisterhood looks like. This is what they're just, it's something about it. And, and that's what I felt long before I even knew what it was. Yeah. So it, it is truly, truly, truly. And I say it from the bottom of my heart, it is, it is an honor to serve with you and to develop a, a, an awesome friendship is just the cherry on top for me. Mm. Well, and somebody, somebody just said the other day uh, that she's had bad experiences working in an all female company and that she was a little bit nervous about coming on our team because of that. Like, is this going to be the same thing? And she was like, I am so grateful that that this is nothing like that there, you know, just the, we're all for each other and we're not, it's, it's collaboration, not competition. It's, you know, just being servants, serving one another, serving Christ, serving our authors. And it's just, it's so cool to see how God has developed that. But you know what I just realized? This whole show, we've been talking about how we were on the road in 2019. It was 2018 that we were on the road with Women of Joy. I thought that too, but I was going by what you said. (laughs) I'm like, wait a second. It was 2018. Yeah, Yeah, it was 18. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I. it is so true. And the reason why I think that is, Athena, is because, you know, you you put God first. As a matter of fact, I'll I'll just say this and I'm just going to say it. But you and I and, and Stephanie were talking this morning and we started talking about work and you're like, hold on, wait a minute. I haven't even had my quiet time yet this morning. I can't talk about work yet until I get that done first. So that is what you you live and you preach what you expect your employees and your authors and to, to do also. We have, you know, I don't know if many of you know, we have on Wednesdays, we have a prayer, a Zoom prayer team Tuesdays. meeting with every, Tuesday, Tuesday. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Tomorrow. It's tomorrow, yeah. 10 o'clock. Um, where everybody goes in and writes their prayer request. And then this person prays for this person on the list and it kind of goes down. And it is, it is, it is so neat to be able to know what your other people in the company, what they're struggling with, maybe outside of work, to be able to pray for them because we all try not to let our, you know, personal life interfere with work, but it's that's impossible to say that that doesn't happen. So to have, you know, you know, there's power in prayer for this, all of our sisters to just lift each other up. It, and I feel like it, it reminds me of everybody has a gift in a body, like I'm the leg, you're the arm, someone's the eye, someone's there. Like it's the body of Christ, right? We all play a part. We all play a part and we all bring our gift. And um, what it what it develops is 
excellent in publish excellence in publishing. It, it it delivers and the ability to be able to get these stories out to the world that um, people want to share and tell. It's just incredible to be part of it. Truly. Well, it's an honor to just let God do his thing to kind of be in awe and wonder of his faithfulness and the way that he brings just the right people with just the right gifts and all the, you know, I mean, I know what my weaknesses are and I know I'm not a detailed person. So I know I need a team that's got what I don't have so that we can complement each other and, and encourage one another and spur and cheer each other on. And I just love how God has worked that here. It's, you know, I didn't do it. God did it. And it's so good. So good. Well, well, I would love for us to close our time together with you praying for those who are listening, either the day it comes out on September 1st, or uh, maybe they're listening to the replay later. Just would love to have you close us in prayer and pray for those who are maybe struggling with that brokenhearted place right now and, and wanting to get that joy and that peace in the middle of that. I would be honored, Athena. Father God, we just come to you right now. God, thank you for this opportunity and this technology to be able to share what you have done in our lives, how you can work everything for good, God, even in the moments when it doesn't feel like it, that you go before us, you pave the way for us to use our gifts, to use our brokenness, to use our pain and our suffering, God, for something good to bring you glory ultimately. And I just pray for anybody watching this on Wednesday or watching on the replay, God, that if there's anything that they are struggling with and are finding it hard to experience joy and comfort during this time, God, and peace, that you would just give them a reminder this week. Give them a sweet, sweet reminder, God, that you are there even though I know there have been times when I personally haven't felt it, but it's in times like that, that we have to, like I said, go with what we know that you are always there. You will never leave us. You will always walk by our side. You will always go before us, even in our loneliest and most desperate times, God. So I just pray that you would give them a gentle hug and a reminder, um, God, to be able to know that you are there, feel that you are there. Like Athena said, you are close to the brokenhearted, closer than we have ever experienced before, God. And we just hang on to that and we praise you and we thank you for meeting us in the places, the broken places that we are and we praise you for not letting us stay there, God. We praise you for picking us up and carrying us out of those deep, dark places, God, and setting us high on a mountaintop to be able to proclaim and to shout the things that you have done for us and the way that you have healed us, God. So I just thank you for this time. I thank you for Athena. I thank you for Redemption Press. I thank you for this opportunity to be able to serve you in this capacity, God. So thank you again. And I pray all these things in your son's name. Amen. Amen. One thing I just wanted to share real quick is if anybody is out there struggling with 
a similar situation, divorce or separation, or they would just like prayer uh, on that, I would welcome you to just send me a quick email. You don't have to share your whole story, but I would love to join with you and lifting you up in prayer. And you can reach me at Andrea at redemption-press.com. And you can just send me a quick email and you don't just, you can just say, pray for me. Just knowing your name, I give you my word. I will definitely lift you up in prayer daily. Mm. I think it's important that we do that for each other. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, my friend, for being with us today. It was an absolute delight, as it always is. Thanks, Athena. Well, thanks for joining us today for the All Things Podcast, brought to you by Redemption Press and the Romans 828 Bookstore. So, hey, I'd like to ask you a favor. If you would, consider sharing this episode with your friends on social media. And if you haven't yet left a review of the podcast on Apple, I would love it if you would take a minute to do that as it would help other people find the show and also let them know that it's a show worth listening to. So thanks so much for joining us today and I will see you next week. Bye for now.